there, welcome to A Wee Blether About, a podcast from the Academic Skills Team at UWS. My name is Linda Riches and I'm one of the Academic Skills Advisors at the University. So it's 2024 and we've had a few changes in the Academic Skills Team, so we thought it was an ideal time to reintroduce ourselves as well as a gentle reminder of what we do and how you can access our services. So what we're going to do is just introduce everyone. You've probably heard my voice too many times, so I'll probably go last. Um, but we wanted to introduce um, our newest advisor, uh, Mary Power. Hi, Mary. Hi, Alinda. Um, and we've also got Carly here. Hi, Carly. Hi. Um, and John, of course. Hi, John. Hi, Linda. And we've also got um, Krista Campbell, who is our academic skills team leader. Hi, Krista. Hello. So we'll start with Mary. We're putting her in the firing line first. Um, just give us a little idea of your background, Mary, um, how you came to us at UWS and what you're looking forward to in the role. Yeah, of course. So um, as Linda said, I'm very new here. I've been here about a month as of February um, and I came from uh, Glasgow University where I was working in kind of subject specific teaching as well as their um, what they call student learning department. So that's where I'm coming from and um, I am looking forward to just working more in depth with students I guess and being able to see them progress over the course of their studies. I think that's a really nice thing that you guys get to do, help students and then see how they progress and succeed. Um, and I'm just very lucky to be with a very friendly team as well. So thanks you, to you all for welcoming me last month. Oh, that's good to hear. That's good to hear that we've been friendly. Good. Um, and thanks for that. Um, Carly, um, you've been here a bit longer now. I suppose you're the second newest person on the team now. You're no longer the new person. Um, yes. So tell us a little bit of your background and, and how the job's going for you at the moment. Yeah, so next month, I think it'll be a year and a half that I've been um, on the team here at UWS. As you can hear, I'm not Scottish. So my career and my education kind of is a blend between um, being in Scotland and in the States. So prior to this, I was also at University of Glasgow working on some international master's programs. Um, so giving lots of advice and support to international students. And I studied at, at that university as well. And I have also worked at some universities in the States doing similar, actually, um, support that we do here at UWS on the academic skills team. So lots of presentation skills support and things like that. So um, I've been in student services for several years now. I've also done some other, uh, you know, work as we do along the way in HR and things. So it's been um, interesting to get to this point, but I feel very settled at this point in this team. And it's been really lovely to work at UWS. I think that our students are a really unique student population. And I've really enjoyed working with students who are re-entering education after some gaps away. I think that sometimes we might feel a little bit uncomfortable making that transition if you've had a gap from education. But you know, there's so much that's transferable from those real life experiences, real life work, real life, you know, raising families, if that's, you know, what you're doing previously. So um, it's it's really lovely to see that transition and to be a part of it and support students along the way. Yeah, great. And actually, that's a good little plug for um, one of our more recent podcasts about imposter syndrome. Um, if anyone's wondering about, you know, that sort of idea of coming to uni and feeling a little bit strange about it, we, we talk about that in one of our podcasts, which is quite interesting. Um, John, 
give us a little bit of background about you. You're you're a, you're becoming an old timer now. I know it's two years now, and it's gone very very fast. I can't I can't quite believe it. But yes, yeah. I'm no longer the new the new person here anymore. Um, but before this job, probably about probably did about kind of fifteen years working in Manchester as uh, basically teaching English, or to give it its official name teaching English for academic purposes. So working with lots of international students that were going on to study in the UK, uh, higher education. Um, So teaching uh, English, teaching the language, but I did find a lot of it, almost I think 50% of it was teaching them study skills as well. Things that now I'm teaching, obviously in this this role, things like uh, referencing was a big thing in that. And obviously the academic writing and getting the, the tone right of, of that. So yeah, I made the move up here uh, two years ago and uh, yeah, really enjoying it. I think um, this might sound quite cheesy, but I really enjoy kind of making making a difference. Actually, I do feel that we do make a difference here to uh, the student experience, and um, I think we're quite appreciated as well. And we do get, and it's, it's worth it when we do get a, an email that kind of pings in from the student saying. Oh, thank you very much. I, I got I got a B in my assignment. I couldn't believe it, and uh, you know it was your help that that uh, that spurred me on to get that. I mean, obviously it was the students. You know, the student had worked hard on on that, but it was great to yeah. to have that input into into that that success. Yeah, I, I would totally agree with that, John. I think that's for me probably why I've been doing this job for so long. It's that. It's, it's just knowing that you're making a, a small difference and, and just helping somebody along the way. Mm. Um, so my background um, is a little bit different. I used to be a journalist. That was my background many, many moons ago. Um, and then I moved into education. And there's a huge difference between being a journalist and not being thanked for very much that you do um, to, to actually doing this job where, you know, as you say, the students at UWS are quite appreciative um, of this help and support that they get. And I think, you know, I'm part of a great team. Um, I'm now, I think, the longest serving member, apart from Krista, um, of the advisors. I think it's going to be four years for me in October, which I can't believe. I thought time has just absolutely flown. Um, but I think that's to the credit of UWS because it's just an enjoyable and quite a varied role as well. So, you know, not just the one-to-ones, but but, you know, going into sessions with lecturers as well. Um, and we also, you know, do quite a bit of support for students around technology and that kind of thing. So um, I think all of us have come from different places. Um, I think, Krista, um, are you another exile from Glasgow University? I am another exile from Glasgow University, but um, I mean, I feel so old in comparison to Mary and Carly, because probably when they started was when I had uh, long finished, but I studied at Glasgow um, and I studied classical civilization and Latin and then realized that as much as I enjoyed that, that didn't have terribly many career prospects outside of archives. And uh, following that, I worked at Glasgow for a couple of years, but then I moved on to work in um, outdoor education, uh, predominantly with children in urban environments. But I did also do some work with UWS and the University of Glasgow for their uh, students on the PGDE programme, working with the prospective teachers on how to engage children um, with the their uh, local environment. And then I think that working with adults 
I quickly realized that was maybe <laughs> what I preferred rather than um, working with 20 uh, three-year-olds in Calvin Grove Park. Um, so I have been at UWF now for seven years, which is unbelievable. So I um, originally started when uh, we were actually based in Hamilton rather than in Blantyre. That's how, how old I am. I'm, I'm older than one of the campuses. Um, and I started out as an academic skills advisor um, when the team was created. So when I started, uh, we had to build up our website from scratch. That's when we settled on the 30-minute appointment. So if there's anything that you don't like about the service, it's probably because we decided it seven years ago. Um, and since then, I have had, uh, obviously, a promotion to the team leader. Um, and I've also had two maternity leaves. So I can actually age my children on Linda and John. Uh, Linda started when my eldest turned one and John started when my youngest was born. Um, my role is quite varied and uh, no two days or two weeks or two months are the same, much like with the advisors. What I tend to do is I advocate for the team at a senior level. So I will promote what we do and how we can support students and maybe raise the profile of the team to our colleagues within schools, but within other departments. I also try to track any trends that there are with the um, uh, the needs of the students, you know, the, the things that they're bringing to the appointments. And we try to then offer some other interventions, maybe workshops or uh, maybe some embedded delivery. And then I also tend to go to uh, sort of all staff meetings around sort of the start of the year so that I can make sure that there is that voice there for academic skills so that we are at all the right places at the right time to suit the students' uh, needs. And I would say that I really enjoy working at UWF too for some of the reasons Linda says I can't quite believe that it's been seven years. And I think that is a testament to the, the university, but also to the team. I think everybody here is is very um easy to manage um because they're all very dedicated and and and, and very much have um the student at the the focus of everything that they do, which very much fits in with the ethos of um UWS. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that and I think that just that idea that um we are quite flexible and there's quite a lot of work going on behind the scenes to make sure that we just flexible and we listen to students and what they want, I think is quite important. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I think, you know, it's it's also a good opportunity for us just to remind everyone what we actually do as, as academic skills advisors, as well as sort of reintroducing ourselves. So Carly, I'm just going to come to you and just sort of ask if you could just give us a little overview, a little reminder of the many different ways that we can sort of reach out to students. Yeah, so this is going to be very similar if I've been in, if you're listening to this and I've been in one of your modules, I always start with a little spiel about our team. So um, the bread and butter of what we do are one-on-one -on -one appointments with students. So um, that could be, usually that will be in the form of our 30-minute appointments, and those can be face-to-face -face on campus, or those could be online via Teams. We also offer dissertation appointments. So if you're at the stage within your course where you're working on that longer dissertation assessment, those appointments are one hour long, which just allows us some more time to maybe go into a little bit more depth and just provide some more support on that longer assessment. We do some small group appointments as well. So these ones you won't see in our booking system, which we'll maybe mention a little bit later, 
but um, those ones are mostly available upon request. So if you are doing a group project and you want to practice a presentation or make sure it's looking cohesive, or if you're talking to colleagues on your course and you realize you have a common concern or area that you would like some extra support, that's a good time to reach out and maybe we can coordinate a small group appointment. Typically, those will be online uh, just to make sure that there's space for everyone. Um, if it's only, you know, three people or something, we could probably meet in person. Uh, just depends on the size of the group. But I is that up to six people? Am I correct in saying that, that we usually say? Yeah. Um, yeah. Small group appointments. Um, good. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, so most of those are available online via Teams or in person across the campuses. And during those appointments, I always say that they're really what you make of it. So let us know what areas you're thinking you would like some support on. So if you have up to three pages of a draft of an assessment and you want us to just go over, make sure that it's cohesive, that you're achieving those learning outcomes on the assessment guidelines, we can read it for that. If you want some support with references or um, paragraphing, structuring, we can help with that as well. So let us know the areas that you're wanting us to support you with and we can be that kind of neutral third party coming in with a fresh pair of eyes to um, give you that support. It's important to know that we aren't a proofreading service. We are reading your parts of your assessment and um, making sure that it's a high quality academic writing and so forth. But uh, yeah, not quite a proofreading service. So do keep that in mind when you're booking an appointment with us. Yeah, that's just an important point to clarify there, Carly. Yeah. Um, and John, can you just tell us a little bit then about um, how the team work with lecturers because we don't just do one-to-one -one appointments you know and we are quite active um, in a lot of lectures um, and students might have seen us there or they might have seen us in monthly Q&A sessions as well. Yeah I mean at the present time we've all got links to the uh, various schools so for example I, I work closely with the with BCI Business and Creative Industry School and we tend to send things out to the lecturers at the start of the academic year, uh, basically promoting our service so lecturers, any new lecturers know about us. And also as a reminder for lecturers to promote our service um, within the, the sessions that they teach. And we also get requests from lecturers to uh, either deliver kind of induction sessions on academic skills or to work maybe with particular assignments. For example, I'm going to be doing a reflective writing session uh, in a couple of weeks time. So it's very much dependent on the particular course and the particular assignments at certain stages of the year as to what we are, what we can give embedded sessions on. Um, but I would say that suggestions uh, if you have, if you feel like you could benefit from, or your group uh, as a whole could benefit from a particular focus on um, a particular skill, make that suggestion to your lecturer. That could be, or a student rep even, and it may well be that your lecturers then can get in touch with us and we can deliver that session at a, an appropriate time. Yeah, um, I think so. that's a, a good point because I think we're we're very keen on collaboration and we like to work with lecturers and, and really tailor sessions that are going to really benefit students. Um, so, yeah, that's a good point, John. Um, I'm just going to bring Krista in here just for a little bit of a reminder to people about how to access our services. And also, Krista, do you want to just mention a little bit about the work we do around technology for students and just the advice that we can give on that? Yep. Yeah, so um, uh, I'll start first of all, Linda, with how to access the service. So the best the best route is to download the UWS student app. 
you can get that on the app store and i would recommend you download that as that's often how um, the university can push out urgent messages um it'll also have other services so um for example library sport um that kind of thing and it's a, also just a, a a really good way of get a campus map and things like that if you're ever trying to find a room on the student app, you'll find um, a tile for us. And if you click there, that takes you to our website. And our website is where you will have access to our calendar to book our appointments. It'll also have our calendar for our workshops and events that are on um, general topics that are open to all students. And then the suite of resources that we have on uh, things such as referencing, academic writing, you know, critical thinking, um, and even presentations and things like that. We also have a section there called, uh, I think it's around digital confidence. And on that tile, there is a lot of information about AT or assistive technology, as it's sometimes called. Our team also are responsible for providing support to students uh, to use assistive technology in order to support them in their studies. We at UWS have Inspiration, which is a mind mapping software available to all students. And we've also recently acquired TextAid, which is a literacy tool which has a lot of text-to-speech functions, which seamlessly integrates from your uh, laptop to maybe your university computer to your mobile device. Um, and if you want any kind of support or guidance on how to access and use that, you would come through the team. And if you're having any problems with that, I would recommend that you email the skills at uws.ac.uk email address, and we'll happily uh, sort that out with you. But we work quite closely with some students who are referred to us uh, through the disability service and we speak to the student, understand their preferences and how that they like to work and how they like to learn. And then we can recommend software. I always think it's really interesting when we talk about the team. Actually, there's quite a lot that we do. We maybe, you know, it's not till we actually tell everybody that we realise just how much we do. So I hope that um, you've enjoyed hearing some new voices on the podcast today. And we hope to bring you lots more podcasts during 2024. Um, if you're new to a wee blether about, then do take some time to have a listen back. We've got about 30 podcasts now, I think, on a variety of topics. So, you know, have a listen. And also, if you've got any suggestions, um, you know, any topic that you want us to discuss, then do send um, a message to skills at uws.ac.uk. Thanks for listening. Bye.